Joining us in the studio, the mayor of Collingwood, His Worship, Brian Saunderson. Brian, great to have you back. Yeah, good morning, guys. We're getting into the fall weather. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, we're also getting into the fall season, and uh, we've been waiting for the Aquatic Center to be uh, sort of finished and built. We thought we'd be in it by now, uh, but there's uh, still some issues. How, how's it looking? Are we getting close? Uh, yes, it will be open tomorrow. Uh, we were hoping to have it open uh, Monday, but uh, there was a delay there. Um, that said, it's uh, we'll be up and running tomorrow. Uh, swim programs were delayed by one week. Um, but they will not lose a week in the overall uh, program schedule. So, uh, so the false, if you want to see the fall schedule, you can go to the Collingwood website and uh, check it out there uh, or phone Town Hall for uh, one of the information ambassadors. And uh, hopefully the pool will be uh, up and running and full steam ahead. For a building that's not that old, it's been a bit of a pain in the butt. <laughs> We've spent a lot on this. Yes, it's been... It's been uh, Unfortunate. So in the six years that the pool's been open, we've spent about $360,000 in unplanned wow. maintenance. Um, but pools are expensive, and um, the pool has certainly filled a need, and uh, so we need to maximize mm. the use of the building. And uh, so at some point in time, we'll be having discussions about where what the future is for that place. Uh, let's talk about uh, the transportation plan. We've got to some more uh, movement on that. We do. So we, uh, because of Thanksgiving weekend, we have our council meeting today at 5, and we've got a lot of interesting initiatives uh, on the uh, the agenda tonight, uh, some very exciting green initiatives. Uh, the transportation plan is really taking a 40-year lo- look down the road, and uh, this is one of the important sort of high-level pieces uh, together with our official plan uh, review, uh, with our active transportation plan, um, and with our community-based strategic plan refresh, which is coming up uh, very shortly, uh, these will be kind of the guiding uh, uh, roadmap documents for council as we look at uh, not only the short-term goals of council, but also the longer-term uh, impacts of growth in our community, and we are growing quickly um, how you manage that. So the transportation plan, you know, we've seen on uh, streets throughout Collingwood um, that there's increased traffic. And um, and we're having discussions about uh, traffic calming. There's also a traffic calming study coming up, and we're working very closely with the OPP on that. So we want to make sure that we are directing arterial traffic in the right directions, that our, our local community roads um, are safe, and uh, and that we're planning forward for the increase in traffic. Uh, some of the uh, the green initiatives. I mean, are, do you, it, it, is it a little bit too big an issue for a, uh, a municipal council to, to take on? You know, uh, I uh, three years ago I would have said yes, yeah. and uh, now I think uh, no. I, I, in fact, I think the it's almost the other way around, uh, mm. in my opinion. When you talk about uh, some of the the climate change issues and look at some of the science and the and the, the global aspect of it, it's it's easy to kind of lose sight of the target. I think, but when we're talking more local initiatives, we can do things locally too. Uh, we are doing with our transportation plan. We've got our urban uh, forest management plan. The tree canopy we know is a critical 
um, uh, piece of our of our environment, not only just for uh, creating oxygen, but for cooling mm-hmm. and uh, soil uh, maintenance and uh, habitat. Habitat, exactly. And Simcoe County is has been leading since the 1920s. We were the first managed forest, uh, municipal managed forest in Ontario, possibly Canada. And we are now the biggest managed forest. But here in Collingwood, uh, we have exciting initiatives uh, on the, uh, I think, on the agenda uh, after the climate uh, strike. Uh, Councillor Berman tabled a notice of motion, and we will be dealing with it tonight uh, about declaring the uh, climate change uh, emergency. And there's an interesting discussion around that. I mean, do you, if you declare it, what do you do about it? Yeah. And so I think Councillor Berman's motion is very good in the sense that it's not just a, declar- a declaration that there's there is a climate change. It's saying we need to take action, and we're asking staff to look at types of action. Our active transportation plan, our urban forest management plan, We've got, we've recently, we're working now to eliminate single-use plastics at uh, all municipal facilities. Um, and I think the, an, another wonderful thing that's going to happen tonight is that uh, uh, Julie DiLorenzo, uh, DiLorenzo is uh, uh, coming and she will be donating uh, $500,000 over five years for uh, reforestation. And uh, so that's an exciting, that's $100,000 a year for five years. So that's a very exciting opportunity for us. And it comes in very timely with our urban forest management plan to look at uh, reforestation of native species. Um, and we will be putting them in areas that need the reforestation. There will also be a, po- a possibility, a very strong possibility that uh, there'll be private use. So some of these trees can go into people's backyards on their property uh, to restore buffers where there's been construction recently or just to replace trees. And so these types of initiatives, I think, uh, when you touch locally, these are changes we can make. And we can look at, you know, the primacy of the car. We've recently got two Level 3 electric vehicle uh, charging stations. They're over at 485 2nd Street at the county. county, um, And those, the, the Level 3, I think they can charge your car in less than an hour. So you can pull over there if you have an electric electric car, um, and and the other thing is, uh, you know, Collingwood is entrepreneurial. We have uh, we have um, you know there's an economic development tied to us. We're on the water. The water's in our DNA, and uh, living near the water, climate change issues are that much more prominent sure. for us. So uh, we've had a local inventor uh, who developed the smart pump, uh, smart sump pump, uh, which. Uh, monitors your sump pump in your house it interfaces with your phone or communicates with your phone it tells you how much water is going through uh, if the power goes out how much battery charge you have the critical things that are important for insurance mm. companies so this could have uh, an ability to uh, with some of the bans on insurance in areas where there's flooding could prevent that or assist with getting insurance it also provides metadata for the for the local municipality to, for your infrastructure planning, where, where are the aquifers, where are the water mm. needs, where are the heaviest um, uh, areas in, in uh, storm runoffs. And we've got uh, the smart rain uh, grid, which is a rain barrel that uh, contains the water. You can use it. And then also if it, it uh, follows the weather, essentially, and if there's going to be an event like today, it would empty the rain barrel. Right. So then it can grab the storm water so it keeps it out of your municipal storm water uh, sewers. And that, again, helps. So then there's other larger initiatives like... You could put a cistern on your property, uh, maybe under your, if you've got slab on gray garage, you put it under the garage and you can draw gray water to flush your toilet and you're not using purified water that you bought from the town to, uh, you know, to flush your toilet. Mm. And so, and then it keeps that storm water out of their system in heavy rain events. Uh, so there's a lot of, and we're just scratching the surface here, there's a lot of um, 
uh, green initiatives that we can do locally and that we can have a real impact on our environment. And I think that that type of thing uh, people grab onto. And uh, so, you know, I think the whole green initiative, climate change issues uh, are fought, uh, I think, uh, locally is one of the most effective battlegrounds. Well, congratulations on that uh, that protest, that student protest that certainly drove home some actual uh, legislation. Actual, uh, yeah, it did absolutely. Stuff. We had over seven hundred fifty students, uh, run by two uh, CCI students, and uh, they did a fantastic job. Mm. Uh, uh, Trina and Nadine, and they spoke very eloquently, and uh, they made their point. Uh, let's talk about the fact that you came in sporting your Collingwood Colts uh, jacket. A big game coming up, and, and a special game coming up. Yes. Uh, well, actually, the, the game was uh, this past Friday for, uh, for uh, the Finn Razor. Right. And the Finn Razor's, uh, uh, Finn uh, Murphy is a local boy, 15 years old, uh, who has cystic fibrosis, was a big uh, local hockey player, and uh, his health has prevented him from playing hockey this year. So they're having a Finn Razor at the Legion on November 2nd. And on uh, this past Friday, when uh, we beat Markham in a tight game, uh, Finn dropped the puck. And there was, a, I think, a door draw uh, right to raise funds and raise awareness for the Finraiser. So uh, it's, a, it's a great event, and I would certainly encourage everyone to get out. And if you need more information, uh, you just Google Finraiser. You must be pleased about uh, the decision made in terms of that. We had uh, competing bids for a hockey team, but it looks like we, we did well. Uh, absolutely, I think so. I mean, uh, Dave Steele and the Colts organization, I think you're doing an excellent job. They're very much a community program. Uh, they've been supporting my friend's house and the Barbara Wider mm-hmm. house with food donations. They've been very involved. They were up at the uh, CBI, CIBC Run for the Cure. They've been very involved in local events. And uh, and the kids are fantastic. We have, Susie and I have three boys billeting with us. And uh, so we've been following the hockey and uh, hearing all about it. And, uh, no, I think it's, it's a great thing to have the Eddie Bush up and alive on the weekends. And uh, it's a great thing for our community. Mayor Brian Saunderson, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. My pleasure, guys. Have a great day.